So curiosity is the energy that drives your excitement, that drives your motivation, that drives your inspiration and drives your consistency while you're on the journey between living out your mission and and seeing your vision come to fruition. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Practice the Podcast, where we fuse research and culture to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills that you need in order to live out your purposeful confidence. I'm your host, Dr. Reese. Now it's time to get better, y'all. Let's grow. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practices are meant to be competitive. They're meant to be competitive. If your practices are more competitive than the games themselves, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Yo, I'm so pumped. I'm fired up because we've been talking about and breaking down the purpose equation. And if you didn't listen to the last two episodes, you got to go back. You got to go back to episode 35 because that's where we started off the purpose equation. And, and your girl was dropping some bars, some heat. Like I was in preacher Reese kind of mode. Um, and then we moved into understanding the mission and vision aspect and having the clarity when it comes to those two and living out our purpose. So now we get to tap into curiosity, the power of curiosity and its importance It is vital to us being able to live out our purpose. And I'm super excited to talk about that today. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, So without further ado, let's just, let's get after it. We got, we got to get better. We came here to get better. So let's make it happen. So I need you to, y'all, y'all know that term when cats be like, oh, curiosity killed the cat. I need to do more research and figure out like who first started that because they must have not really enjoyed their life. Like they, to me, sound like the biggest hater and non-purpose, on-purpose living person ever. Because curiosity didn't kill the cat, curiosity invigorated the cat, okay? Curiosity did not kill the cat, curiosity invigorated the cat. And curiosity invigorated the cat, it had to have because the cat is known for having nine lives. So if you think about it, the cat is, was used, I think, as a model of how curious we should be. Like you get to live nine different lives in your life, you get to live 50 million if you want to, that might be a lot, but I was, I was at a conference and um, this lady, she probably was like, I would say at least in her 60s, right? And she was like, oh yeah, I'm on my like, you know, my, my 10th life so far. And I was like, yes, I love that for you. And she had done, she was like a GM of something. So she had been doing amazing things so far and she was naming them off and describing this and that oh yeah I'm on my 10th career is what she said and I'm like yo that's the message that people need to hear is you don't need to or have to find one thing do that one thing forever them years and days and advice is played out and I know millennials and gen z's are like uh duh we know that but this message is for whoever you know what I'm saying and I'm also doing this to encourage you and motivate you that much more to do it, stay curious, be the cat who's invigorated by doing everything that you want to do. Now, I don't think you should do everything you want to do at the same time because now we're talking about capacity. We ain't talking about curiosity. However, I think there's a time and place. And and there's another quote um, or saying or cliche saying that a lot of cats talk about, um, and it's the jack of all trades. And you know, a lot of folks say, oh, don't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. And I remember, I was listening to the uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast and I think it was Ice Cube and he said the whole quote and they were like, I didn't know that was the whole thing. He said uh, Ice Cube was like, I think it's Ice Cube, don't quote me. But uh, 
it's better, it's better, he said, to be a jack of all trades and a master, um, a master of some than to me a master of none. In my mind, I like to think because I was a jack of all trades. I remember being uh, early in my career, 23, four, five, and having people who are older than me listening to all the different things that I do. And they're like, oh, wow, you're a jack of all trades. And I'm at that point, I was like, yeah. But they were saying it in like a condescending way that me being a jack of all trades was almost a, oh yeah, cause you're young and uh, you know, kind of like, you're not gonna be like that forever. Or as if it was a bad thing. And I think being a jack of all trades gets a bad rep, but I think that that's important because Jack became the Jack or Jackette or Jackie Ina, shout out to her, um, of all trades because of curiosity. And so I encourage you to jump into that space and become the Jackie, Jackietta, Jackie Ina, whatever, of all trades. But don't stay there. So here's how I like to think about it, is I went from being a jack of all trades to a master of some to an expert in more than one. Say it again. I went from being a jack of all trades to a master of some to an expert in more than one. And the reason why I can confidently say that and use my life as an example, but also plenty of other people, right, as examples is because I believe, and I said this last episode, that because you have a purpose, that means you have potential. And in order to fulfill your potential and live out your purpose, you have to have gifts. Now, because I have these, and oh, Gifts. No, nobody has one gift. I don't think that anybody just has one gift. I believe people have multiple gifts. I don't think anybody has every gift because if I had every gift, then I wouldn't need anybody else to help me execute, right? But there are gifts that I have that allow me to live out my purpose and fulfill my potential. So, when it comes to that, I have to be a jack of all trades to figure out a couple things, right? To get good. And only through curiosity are you able to do that. Now, in being a jack of all trades, I now have the ability to say, ooh, I like these four things. These four things give me the most energy, right? So when I was in uh, elementary school, I played every sport in in all instruments and did everything like I played baseball basketball soccer did gymnastics I played the trombone the steel drums the piano um I did tap dance ballet and how many stuck one <laughs> basketball right um fun obviously there's a piano right behind me if you're watching the video so I still like the piano I'm not very good because I gave up I wish I wouldn't have but that's a part of the point um, and having hobbies, stay curious. The other part is because I became an expert at playing basketball, in playing, I also grew as a leader. Ooh, gift, right? And then I also grew at being a coach. Ooh, gift. And then I also grew at creating curriculum. Ooh, gift. So from this one gift, I had to pound the stone of my basketball gift to become an expert for it to unfold to me to find, oh, snap, there's other gifts in here. So 
be a jack of all trades, but then become an, a, a master of some. Because when you're a master of some, that will allow you to become an expert at more than one. And when you're in that master and expert level, people pay for that. People will pay you for the years of, of, of work and expertise and, and, and crafts, crafts humanship that you put into that. It's like the plumber where they say you're not pay, paying the plumber for, you know, a hundred bucks for uh, 10 minutes worth of work. You're paying them for the 10 years of effort that put in for them to be able to do it in 10 minutes. I hope I explained that right. But what that means is like, I'm showing up to you right now in this very moment with 15 to 18 years of being passionate about this and wanting to do this, right? So you're getting all of the effort and energy that's been packaged up for the last 20 years, right? So you're not paying for this piece, you're paying for all of that, right? And because I'm an expert, that's what you're getting, but I was a jack of all trades. But then the thing about the person who becomes a master and an expert is they get to now bring in other people who are masters and experts in the areas that they used to have to be a jack of all trade in. Does that make sense? And that might make more sense to, to entrepreneurs, but also like, think of it, um, think of it like this. If you're a, a stay at home parent or a parent who, who works and also was doing all the dishes and cleaning and this and that and the third, you're essentially a jack of all trades around the house, right? Now, what if you get to hire out some of those jobs you do at home? Now you don't have to be a jack of all trades in your house. You can create an economy, which is a thought process, right? I'm getting from Rachel Rogers. But like in that though, you can move into being a master of some. Now you can just spend time with your family and be a master at being a mom because you don't have to be a jack of all trades anymore. But you can employ somebody else who's a master and an expert at what you just used to be a jack of all trades at. I mean, I hope this is sticking and making sense. Um... I hope it is. I hope it is. Cause in my mind, I'm like, it makes complete sense to me. So I hope that I'm doing a good job of explaining it in a way that also makes sense to you to where you're like, okay, boom, I'm going to start out being a jack of all trades and I'm allowing my consistency to drive me to be a jack of all trades. That's number one. Once I'm a jack of all trades and whatever, and everybody's trades is different, but once I'm a jack, jackietta, whatever of all trades, in that, I get to find out what gives me the most energy, what leads me to boredom, what am I just not that good at, what did I try and not just fail because of effort, but fail because it was like, ooh, this ain't for me, this isn't my thing. What are the couple, the one to two to three things in that that I can now squeeze and become a master of? So jack of all trades and then what do I wanna master? Right. What do I want to master? And then in me mastering some things, I can crack open some of those things and then become an expert at more than one. I hope I hope that that's catching. And the reason why this is important is because your purpose is connected to people and profit. I say it all the time and I mean it. And if you are I don't care what type of line of work you're in, where you're at in life. I pretty much believe we all want to impact people and make a profit. And when you're an expert at whatever it is that you do, that's going to happen. I don't want somebody, 
I'd rather have a, an intern who's a jack of all trades be a part of what I've got going on. I've got more patience for somebody who's a jack of all trades than I do somebody who claims to be an expert. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to hire necessarily a jack of all trades. They may be cheaper, but am I going to get the best work? So you have to think about it from that framework. Do I want to stay a jack of all trades? Like there's things that I can do professionally, but I'm like, I'm not the, I'm not the best. I could do it, but I'm not the best. But the only way that I know that I'm living out my purpose is because I stayed curious along that journey. So it's almost a process you need to go through at any point in time, right? You got to go through that process, encourage other folks to go through that process. So that was a lot. I didn't, I didn't expect to spend that much time on that, but I really wanted to really un help us understand the framework of that and the power of curiosity and how being curious can lead you to the areas that you are destined to be an expert in, right? Which is connected to your purpose. So let's move forward. When it comes to curiosity and why it's such a vital aspect to our purpose, it's because the systems that we grow up in often tell us opposite, right? Like I just mentioned, it's usually go to school, go to K through 12, go into higher ed, get a job, stay there, boom, right? The systems, the world, society, expectations, what we see most of the time is opposite of, of what I think our purpose calls us to do. Our purpose calls us to be curious, because being curious is fun and leads to creativity. And there's jobs that exist right now that didn't exist 10 years ago because somebody was curious. There's jobs that are gonna exist in 10 years for people who are, are in fifth grade right now that, that didn't exist now, that don't exist now, but that will exist then because somebody right now is being curious enough to create a better world. Your purpose hinges on your ability to be creative and curious and stay that way. So you have to fight society, right? Another thing is your confidence is dependent on your ability to be curious. If you're not curious, then you stop learning and growing and developing, which again is how Jack became an expert, right? From one spot to another, Jack, Jackietta, Jackie went from being a jack of all trades to an expert, right? And is because, and when you're an expert, you're confident. And that again is why it's so important to your purpose and vital to your purpose is saying, bump what the society tells me to do. I don't have to just stick in this one. I can have 10 different occupations. I can be curious because you were born to be great at more than one thing. And then also to be able to put other people on in that same aspect and help other employ other people and their gifts and talents. And so curiosity is vital because it influences creativity and helps us grow in our confidence. The other aspect of curiosity is it's where we discover our, our passions, right? It's, it's you only really know what you're passionate about because you've done it. Think of, um, think of kids and when kids are starting to eat, their palates are like, ugh, and they don't want to eat. They don't want to eat nothing green, right? Unless it's like a gummy worm or something. You're like, they're like, oh, I don't like it. And you're like, how do you know you haven't even tried it yet? Our passions are kind of the same way. Like you need to try things. If you don't try things, if you're not curious enough to try to get creative, how do you know you do or don't like something? And, and how, do you, how do you know that that something isn't connected to you and your purpose in some kind of way? 
or at least you having that information isn't important for you to be able to give off to somebody else. So curiosity is where we discover our passions and our passions are things that right ignite us in our fire that get us super excited, which is attached to our gifts and our talents. But you have to be curious enough to even figure out how to go out and do. And I believe that's what school should be about, all levels of school, is discovering your passions and learning more about them and elevating them and becoming an expert in your passions. I don't care whether it's as a hobbyist or a professional getting paid. Like, that should be it. So the next thing I want you to think about, again, back to the child aspect, is like, see curiosity through a child's eyes. When you, if you're familiar with kids in any way, shape or form, especially uh, under third grade, I'd probably say K through probably second, they see the world different. They see the world as limitless. They see the world as like, I can do that. They have a different kind of belief. They don't not think that there's much anything they can do. And the reason why this is important is because they have a belief in themselves in like, and they're curious. They want to know, they want to touch, they want to see, they want to smell. Hey, what are you doing? Why is that? Stay childlike curious because when you're childlike curious as an adult, this is going to influence your excitement for your life. When you're childlike curious as an adult, it's going to give you another set of energy to go out and do things that give you joy, right? That again, that taps into your passions that allow you to say, you know what? Like I for this is this helps you heal your inner child is to stay childlike curious, to have that limitless belief. Right? What can I do? Why can't I do it? Who said I couldn't do it? Why shouldn't I do it? Whatever the it is, I want to encourage you to go figure that out. So I want you to think about this. Great leaders are curious. And the reason why great leaders are curious and why this benefits them is because when you're curious, you find solutions and you're solution focused. You're not just problem focused, right? It's bring me a solution. Don't just bring me the problem. Like Shonda Rhimes says this and she was like, I tell my employees, don't, don't come up to me with a problem unless you have the solution to the problem because she's off creating books or movies and scripts and all these different types of things. So if you're going to bother my creative process, well, I'm trying to be curious, you better bring me a solution. So when you are forcing folks to be solution focused, you're forcing them to be curious about what are all the ways we can solve this problem. And what's dope about this is this helps cultivate a resilient mindset because it helps you know, okay, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. I'm not finished. I got to figure it out. And now you're resilient and tough and you're developing self-efficacy of like, I can go through all these difficulties and not stop and not finish because I'm curious to know I got to get to the end. So when it comes to living out your purpose with confidence and understanding what your purpose is and understanding the equation and how your mission and vision is connected to the curiosity. The curiosity is almost everything because that's what's gonna keep you committed to the process. Your curiosity is gonna say, I'm gonna stay committed to the process because I know there's a solution to this. I just haven't found it yet. So now you don't have no give up. We talked about last episode your mission and vision being your, your, the reason why I start and the reason why I finish. And that curiosity creates that energy that you need to continue on the process, to continue on the journey, to get to that next destination. 
And what's dope is you may get to your first level of vision because oftentimes we don't catch the whole vision. We just catch some of the vision. You may get to your first level of vision and be like, ooh, I bet you there's more. I, I bet you if I could do this, how curious can I be how much more I can do? Right. And it's not about accumulation. It's about like if I'm still living, it's about exploration. Curiosity is not about accumulation. It's about exploration. And if I can explore all these different avenues, think about how much more excited, motivated and inspired you will be about the life that you're living. And when you live in that way, you're modeling it for others to live that way. And then think about how much better of a world we'll have because of that. So curiosity is the energy that drives your excitement, that drives your motivation, that drives your inspiration and drives your consistency while you're on the journey between living out your mission and, and seeing your vision come to fruition. I hope that makes sense because um, a lot of people get fooled into thinking once I get the profession and I'm making the profit, I'm in the right spot, I'm done being curious. But if you can stay curious, you can continue to make magic out of your life. You can continue to, to open new doors for yourself and other people. You can be a great leader and a great asset to any team because you're going to add value because you're always curious and exploring all the new options that could happen. And, and another thing about curiosity too is, again, going back to your purpose being connected to, to people and profit, is when you're curious about other people, that's a big deal. That helps you build relationship. It helps you have solid conversations. It helps people know like, wow, they're listening or wow, they really care. So curiosity, I would say, is also steeped in caring about others and yourself. So curiosity did not kill the cat. Curiosity invigorated it because of the excitement, because of the motivation, because of the exploration, because of the inspiration that you get when you allow yourself to be curious about, well, what's next? What else can I do? What else can you do? What else can we do together? And how can we do it? How fast can we do it? How slow can we do it, right? All of those things. Curiosity is going to cultivate an organic smile, organic sense of energy in you living out your purpose because there's so much to be explored. So without it, you're not gonna be as pumped about living out your purpose today or tomorrow if you don't have the mindset of allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be curious. So three things for you. Here it is. Number one, get hobbies ASAP. Get you a hobby. I don't, a hobby that's not connected to a profit. A hobby that maybe allows you to have that childlike eyes of curiosity. A hobby that you've always wanted to do that you're like, well, I've always wanted to do this and I just haven't. Figure out why and make it happen. Get the hobby. Because the hobby is going to increase your creativity, which is going to increase your curiosity. So get a hobby ASAP. The second one is study what makes you happy. And the reason why it's important for you to study what makes you happy and if it's connected to your hobby or not is because it could be connected to your passions and your purpose. And it's going to cultivate organic energy that you need to proceed and be you. And when you're happier, you're more joyful. You have your, your well-being is better and you become a better person to other folks. Again, people, profit, all of that goes, comes together. The last thing is stay curious. You're never too old. You're never too anything to be curious about who you are, who you want to be, 
about yourself, about others, about what you can do, about how you can add value, um, and about the world around you. So I hope that this was informative. I hope that it gave you enough understanding around the basics um, of why curiosity is important and why it's vital to you living out your purpose. It is vital. Stay curious, my friend. Just do it. Stay curious. Uh, Isaiah Thomas has a quote. He says, it's a uh, stay paranoid. Well, I would say stay curious. And when you're curious, you keep exploring and you keep enjoying and you keep going until you can't go no more. So I hope that again, that this was, um, beneficial for you. I have my ask. If this was beneficial, if this blessed you in any way, I hope that you like it, subscribe, share, click the button, send it to somebody, tell them you got to listen to this. She was dropping some dimes in this, but I hope ultimately that you got better and that you want to share this message so that way other people can get better as well. But at the end of the day, two things for you. I got you to remember that you are the bag and you are worthy of living out your purpose with confidence. I love you. I appreciate you. Until next time. Peace.